Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, here's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. Good to be with you tonight or into the morning, wherever you may be. Maybe it's maybe it's Sunday and you're catching up on the pods. Whatever you're up to. Great to be with you in one way, shape, or form. David Shepard's here, Marco Belletti on the updates as well as we're talking NBA. We aren't really yet, but I'm trying. We'll get there uh, at some point. Um, If not, I'm trying to hold myself accountable. I do want to talk NBA at some point. Uh, College football, NFL, the combine, all that and more. And as we do, we take your calls and we are getting a little bit. It's a Friday night. Okay, into Saturday morning. And I've noticed uh, these shows can get a little different, uh, let's say, clientele. You have a long week. You know, you're listening to your favorite radio show or your favorite radio station, your favorite radio network. You got the Odyssey app on. Maybe, you know, after driving around, you're like, oh, man, that that was so GD compelling. I need to sit down and throw that app on. Maybe it's on your smart TV and you're just relaxing, puffing on a cigar if it's warm enough, maybe on the deck, maybe inside, having a couple white Russians, whatever the case may be. And so it gets a little, gets a little interesting in these hours, in these, in these witching hours. And with all that being said, we talked to the master of that so far. It's Big Ron in Jersey. Big Ron. Party, man. Hold, Why wait till Friday to have a good time, future. Big Ron? What's up? Oh, I'm, I was smoking a cigar riding on my hog, man. I'm about to take the RV out for a ride, dude. Oh, yeah. I uh, love it. Yeah, man. So, look, I don't understand why they're going to go from 12 to 14. Like, why don't they just go from 12 to 16 teams? So there's no buys, you know? Um, because... Then, you know, I mean, there's only been like a couple teams the last 10 years that have won the championship. It's been like, you know, the, whoever has been the best two teams out of the SEC, 
and then Michigan and Ohio State and Clemson. That's it. That that that's all that's wanted. There, there, there's no parity. And I yeah. think if you expand it to 16 and you make a team have to go through a four-game single elimination gauntlet, you know, there's going to be some upsets, just like there is in, in basketball and March Madness and in the NFL playoffs from time to time, you know. So I I don't understand why they're going from just a baby step from 12 to 14. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand you know, the why around. they're doing it before they even see – what the 12 team playoff is going to be like. There was so much resistance. I mean, there used to be so much resistance to even get to two and we couldn't trust anybody to tell us who the two would be. So we had, uh, you know, the grandfather of the Bartometer, the BCS, try to figure that out. And then you finally get to four and then people are like, ah, go to six, go to eight. And they're like, oh, how about 12? And then before we get to that, we get to 14 and this is going to be pretty wild. This uh, playoff schedule, Ron, we're going to look at here's, – here's how they're going to go. They've already determined when the dates are going to be, and this is for next year. Friday, December 20th. There's going to be a game on a Friday, December 20th. Then there's going to be three on that Saturday uh, of the first round. The NFL – I wouldn't say the NFL's mad, but the NFL <laughs> – there's sources and – People in the league, they're like, what are you doing? We've always played on that. We let you finish, and then we start to play on Saturday. So they're kind of like miffed about it, and some wonder if the NFL is going to say like, oh, no, you can have it. I, that's not going to happen. NFL will still play there. Then they're going to play the next round will be Tuesday, New Year's Eve, then Wednesday, of course, which will be January 1st. Then you'll have yeah. semifinals on Thursday the 9th, Friday the 10th, and the national championship game on Monday, January 20th. And I think as we watch these games, we're all gonna we're all gonna be there watching. We won't not watch these games. I just I can't believe that they're gonna add more already to what they have now. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, man. You know, you, you mentioned the Bartometer, man. I, I'm still pissed off that that thing runs on electricity. You know, I think a real man's Bartometer, you know, should have like a pull cord and run on gasoline and fossil fuels, man. Are you saying my Bartometer is uh, not manly enough? Yeah, man, it's it's too like uh, it's too modern, man. It's too like Tesla, you know. It, I prefer a Ford F one fifty. So you you want the Bartometer to be obnoxiously bigger than it needs to be? Mm-hmm. But just kind of like some exhaust, you know, bigger for appearances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it is it is a crazy um, you know, it's 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 sweeping the nation, man. It's a phenomenon. People love the Bartometer. Yeah, so, people, hey, people you, some people you, do. I I'm surprised how many people hate the Bartometer. Yeah, and then you, you got you got Shep questioning whether the Bartometer even is, you know, a valid third entity, you know. Yeah, so, no, no kidding. Encyclopedia lot, Brown over here last night's trying to figure out the mystery of the missing Bartometer. So it was kind of California. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, um, oh, I I forgot what I was going to say, man. Um, Bart, I know you, oh, I know you tweeted earlier that you broke your computer, man. How did that happen? Do you want to know how I broke my laptop? Yeah. I can tell you. I can tell you. I'm ashamed of this. I am ashamed, but 
I don't uh, go to a therapist. I've always used the radio as my therapist. I t- I've told the radio more problems than I would ever tell a person on a couch. So why not? Why not do that here? Mental health is important. I just um, I just do it in the most weird way. I was upset that my internet was not working. And so I lightly tapped. I'm not going to say punch. I lightly, like, open hand slapped my laptop screen. And then the lines went all awry. Yeah, so I was looking it up, and, like, a laptop screen, for some reason, cost $3 less than a new laptop. So now I got to do that. Thanks, yeah. thanks for bringing it up. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to, like, bring up, you know, a bad memory for you. Let's bring up some good memories. I don't know if your nationwide audience knows that you and your buddies go to a different NFL city and watch, you know, an NFL game in, in a, you know, in a different city every year. So I'm kind of curious, what what has been your favorite destination to watch an NFL game in? Did you have a favorite? Oh, let me uh, take a look at that for a second. Big round, thank you. For the call, always nice to talk to Big Ron. Me and my buddies, I won't spend too much time on this, but me and my buddies have gone to a Packer road game for the last uh, 17 years outside of uh, two of them, COVID. We have gone to St. Louis, RIP, the Rams, Tennessee, Cleveland, Boston, San Diego, RIP, the uh, Colts. Cincinnati, Miami, Carolina, Jacksonville, Dallas, Seattle, Kansas City, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. What stadium did I like the most? I'll answer that question. What stadium did I like the most? I really liked, I'll tell you what I hated the most was uh, San Diego, Qualcomm. If you're in the first level there, you had to stand the entire time. Plus, we went the one time that somehow it rained the three days that we were there. That sucked. A lot of the stadiums actually are they're kind of the same. Everything's pretty much it's all kind of like the same. Uh I don't know. I, I did like Buffalo. It kind of seemed like like college vibe, closest to Lambo that I've seen. I like Buffalo. I had a good I've had a good time in all of them. I, I really have. No laptops broken on any of those trips, but sitting at my house I go I go crazy. Doug is in Georgia. Hey Doug. Hey, what's going on, sir? How are you doing tonight? Hey, good. What's up? Hey, I was just going to say, you know, they, they're going from 12 playoff teams to 14. Why not just go ahead to 16? Because you figure the first four games, the top teams are going to be at home. And you think about all the revenue and everything, all the funding they can get from that. Why take two teams and hold them out? It's just like they're holding for ransom and everybody else get paid. What are your thoughts? Uh, Yeah, I agree with you on that, Doug. I don't understand why. The biggest thing that I have that I see that's a problem with me with the way that they want to expand is what kind of automatic qualifications they want to give the Big Ten and the SEC. They want to give them three guaranteed spots, which I think they're going to get those teams anyway. If the SEC and the Big Ten are so worried, like they, they, they're so big, they shouldn't be worried to not get automatic bids. They, they shouldn't be worried about that. They're, they're, so, they're, they're so big. It's the other conferences that are like, like the ACC and Big 12. I'm telling you, 
with 12 teams, there's a scenario where, like, this year, you could have four or five or six Big Ten teams, SEC teams. This committee, we know they love the SEC. We know they do. Uh, we know they love the Big Ten. And who's who's even going to win these other conferences? We left we left an undefeated ACC champion out. You're, you're telling me that they're going to get they're going to get the at large bids over a Big Ten team? I don't think so. Greg is in Michigan. Greg, we've been talking college. We've been talking combine. We've been talking Caleb. We've been talking what's another C I can think of? Uh, what's up? Hey, El Bardo, it's the Warrior, Mr. Positive. Hey, I got to tell you, that was great radio when you were going through the countries and different areas around the world. The football was playing in your little quips after you uh, said it. Oh, my God, you don't realize how great radio that was. And I got to ask you. What are you talking big, about? When you were just going through South America and then you would say something. It was so cute and funny. It was great. It was just fantastic. Oh yeah, well, you you uh, I loved it. you have a low bar of what's good. No, no, trust me, El Bardo, it's fantastic. Hey, real quick, do you know if Big Ron is AKA Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong? I gotta tell you, he sounds a lot like him. Um, good man, good man though. Um, mm-hmm. I gotta ask you, um, this Caleb Williams, our sizzle dizzle hickey, thinks uh, he's all that in the bag of chips. And I uh, think he's might uh, should take Josh Elvis Allen's place in Buffalo, or to that effect, in Joe Burrow's. How good is Caleb uh, Williams? And uh, you know, I, I know they say he's like six two. He's a uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers esque, if you will. Um, is he that good? I didn't really watch him. Is he somebody that you? Who would you equate him with? Um, out of all the peop- the past 10 years, maybe uh, Shep Baby can help us. But uh, who is he? Um, well, he's a quarterback he? that uh, can throw the ball. He's elusive. He's accurate. He's a, he's a good – he's like the exact kind of quarterback that you want. It's just when he's, faced, the when he's faced – Yeah, but when he's faced the good defenses, he has not played the way you'd want. He won the Heisman two years ago. And then people are wondering about like, you know, how they always say what's between the what's between the ears, you know, what's 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 going on in this his brain of his. I do think that winning the Heisman and playing in L.A. and uh, you know being in some commercials, like he is, he's gotten a taste of what it's like to be a professional athlete before he's ever been a professional athlete. Um, when you walk into that, is that the best? Like we're going to see these guys now that are going to be walking in with money, that are going to be walking in with being stars already we're not that that's a kind of what's the word i'm looking for that's just a you know what i'm saying i'll just skip over it that's something that we've not expected uh or that we've not planned for unintended circumstance maybe this is the word something like that so it's just it's different i i personally think that we are probably and i'm guilty of it i i've done it tonight but we are probably a little guilty of dissecting everything he says, every look he gives, every decision he makes, but we're Real doing that. Well, I'm talking. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we're, we're, do, we're doing that because this is a huge decision because there are a lot of guys that could go to this pick because the Bears could get a lot of value for it. So this is a massive decision. So if they're going to do this, we got to make sure that this is the right guy 
I don't know. He's not. I don't. I don't know. He's not going to step in and be a top ten quarterback, Greg. But he could be it someday. And the fact that he could be is, I think, reason enough for the Bears to take him. Yes. Yeah. Your turn. I apologize. No. 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 My fault. My fault, my friend. Um, did the LA Lakers get somebody that's quite impressive that plays for Brooklyn with for helping my LeBron? I Spencer think the Dinwiddie. Lakers signed someone. Are you talking about that or more recent? Recent. Just today or like is today? It just, um, uh, yeah, they, uh, the Lakers signed Harry Giles III. How good is he? Not good enough to bring up. <laughs> okay. Hey. Yeah. Love you both, you guys. Everybody go for your dreams. And, um, <laughs> hey, real quick, Shep, baby. Cuomo and the crew knows who you are. Oh, I've been uh, telling them about you left and right. I, I hey. appreciate that. I hope, I hope they know me better than Harry Giles. Thank you very much, Greg. You bet you guys. Have a great night. Too, buddy. Yeah, the breaking news, Shep. Uh, free agent center forward Harry Giles III agreed on a two-way contract with the L.A. Lakers. They have had a um, run of injuries to their center depth, including to Christian Wood and Colin Castleton. So, yes, Dinwiddie's there too, but this is the guy that Greg was calling about. Yeah, we're talking about a guy that's averaged two and a half points uh, per game the last two years of his NBA career. Um, if a f- tree falls in a forest and no one's around to hear it, that is Harry Giles the third. What are you going to do for the big night tomorrow? We getting a, you having a party? We getting food? Um, you got people over? It's good. LeBron James going to score his right. forty thousandth point. Yeah, that's that's automatic. Uh, he's nine shy. Um, Speaking of forty, for speaking of uh, scoring, Giannis with his eighth forty-point game this season, he's playing unbelievable in this Bulls game. Um, Probably should be an MVP, but that's you fine. got you got that right. Pat Bev knocking down threes. So uh, everyone everyone saw LeBron getting forty thousand at the beginning of the season. W- what's impressed me the most is how he seems to be elevating his play of late. You saw what he did against the Clippers, obviously outscoring them nineteen to sixteen in the fourth quarter by himself, and oh yeah, had four assists to boot. He's not slowing down, Bart. Like, we've, we've never seen an NBA basketball player for 21 years play at such a high level. It's the first time, and it's probably going to be the last. I stole this question from someone so long ago that I don't even know where I saw it from or who to attribute credit to. But the question was, like, what is, what is LeBron right now? Top, is he top 10? Are we willing to go that far? Giannis Embiid, Luka... Yo, uh, Should I just say top Joke, fifteen? Jokic. Should I just say top fifteen? LeBron, he's top ten. I'll, I'll, gi- okay. I'll give, I'll give it to him. He can't. We're not talking two way players in terms of what he can do defensively because he get, because he's oftentimes not asserting himself on that floor anymore. And I, and I understand why he's still mm-hmm. top ten. So how long do you think he can play? And how old do you think he could get where he would still be top forty? <laughs> Top forty. Why, why? First of all, why forty? Oh no, it's a nice round Random number. number. Okay. Um, let let let's put it this way: When Wilt Chamberlain was in his fifties, and this is probably fifteen years removed from him playing as a Laker, there were general managers that were still knocking on his door to play because they knew Wilt was going to make a difference because he was Goliath. There was no other force of nature like him in the history of basketball. Same thing is true for LeBron James. LeBron James could be 50 years old, and because of his IQ, because of his unprecedented athleticism and the type of investment he has put into his body, he would be a top 40 player at 
50 years old. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's 10 years from now. I understand. No, I, I understand that. But, but, but we're, we've never, we've never seen this before. You know, like, like Bart, I think, I think Jim, if Jim Brown, if Jim Brown came in, now he didn't play a, a single down past the age of 29. If he comes back at 40 in 1975, he's still a top five running back in the NFL. Yeah, I, LeBron's incredible. I mean, I, I you don't really see a fatigue on him either. You don't really like look at him and be like, oh, he's old. Now sometimes he might take a possession and be like, all right, I'll I'll let the other guys defend here. <laughs> you know, sometimes that may happen sure. if you're playing, but he's playing 38 minutes a night. Yeah, I know. He played 39 in uh, that OT win they had against the Wizards. Obviously, should have never had taken to overtime to beat the Wizards, but. It, it, it's amazing. And he didn't, he didn't look, you know, look, look, he was gassed at the end of that game after everything was done. But during the game, there was no fatigue. I like that when the whole LeBron James discussion, we've been arguing for so long about LeBron or MJ, LeBron or MJ. And it's like, it, it's almost like that's a negative. We, we, cause we find all these negative. Oh, he's not MJ. Cause the fact that we're arguing is such an achievement, right? Especially with everything that was put on him coming out. I don't. I don't think that we're doing a good enough job realizing what we're watching here in LeBron James for whatever reason. No, I think I think there's people that can appreciate what he's doing. But but Bart, here's here's. Let me give you the statistic of the night. At least I think so. Anyway, LeBron James is the leading scorer of all time in NBA history. You've astutely pointed out every single time he scores, he becomes even more the leading scorer in NBA history. Every night he plays, right. he breaks a record, and no one talks about it. Here's what's crazy: he's fourth all time in assists. He's fourth all-time in assists. Now, the only other top 10 player to be in the top 35 when it comes to assists is Kobe, and he's 33rd. And Kobe is going to be 10,000 points shy of what LeBron puts up when it's all said and done. That's the overall greatness of LeBron James. And by the way, he's got more career rebounds than Ben Wallace and David Robinson, and he's going to have more made threes than Reggie Miller by the end of next season. That's pretty nuts. Wow. 855-212-4227. Personally, I'm going to invite all the neighborhood over. I put up flyers on every door in my house uh, or near my house. I said, come on over for the big LeBron James 40,000 party. We'll see how many people uh, show up. I also don't really know my neighbors. Well, I know left and right. Uh, After that, it gets kind of dicey. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Chloe, what's up? <laughs> bang, bang, nana gang. What's going on, fellas? What's up, buddy? I like to say, um, I listen to your show every night, man. You're doing a wonderful job. Shout out to all the loyal callers that call in every night and the ones that stay committed to you and only you. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Yes, put your right hand up and repeat after me. I declare and I do swear that I will listen to the Bart Winkler Show every night and only the Bart Winkler Show. I will send out contracts momentarily, and uh, I would like a uh, just put a little uh, dab on your finger there and sign it in blood and send it back to me. We're, we're, we're really going to cultivate, keyword cult, 
this audience here. 855-212-4227. Talking some LeBron, talking some football. We'll get to Parker here in Wisconsin. What's up, Parker? Hey, how you doing, Bart? Hey, what's up? Hey, before I ask you, uh, I want to talk a little Packers and all this trade stuff before we start. Last night I was listening to your show, and you're dropping Fondy's like stuff with Don Gorski and the Big Mac record. So I'm I'm a fellow Fondo guy. Do we know each other? I don't think so. But is your dad is your father Greg? <laughs> yes, you you're damn right he is. Yeah, well, I went to Fond du Lac Goodrich, and he was Officer Winkler back in my day. Oh, and that was like the 80s, man. Well, I graduated in 91, but uh, good man, great, great guy. And he was uh, Even part better of the dad, program. yeah. Yeah, he was part of the wrestling program that won state back in my day. So He was got, with Larry Marchionda. You got it, man. We got some connections. So look I at almost, us. Almost, look at us. I, had to, I almost fell off my chair last night when you were dropping Fond du Lac stuff. So, <laughs> so I want to call yeah. in and because we're Packer fans, and I love the fact that the Packers like just kind of own the Bears. And I don't want Justin Fields to leave because that's the best thing for the Packers. But all this talk about trades and what people can get for them, and or what the Bears can get for them, and who is willing to give up what. So I'm going to put this into your hands. You're the GM for the Bears. What are you doing with this guy? If I'm the GM of the Bears, I am probably taking Caleb Williams. But if I'm the GM of any other team, I'm probably like wheeling and dealing, if that makes sense. Do you you take him and keep both? No, no, you got to get, you got to trade fields. I don't know what you're going to get for him, but you got to, you got to trade him. Even if like the trade package isn't good enough. Like I, Hey, I wouldn't trade him for a grasshopper shake of Gillies, okay? I wouldn't do that, <laughs> Parker. Yeah. All right, but um, <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? I was too I was too focused on a Fond du Lac reference. No, no, no. You were saying that you would you would uh, you take Kim Williams and then trade. Oh, him. you just you can't have him on the same team. You you, you can't. Sure. You, you can't. The te- the the locker room is going to immediately separate itself. Um, and that's, I mean, that's, that's going to be the worst case scenario. So I want to continue to shoot down that even being a possibility. Well, I have my fingers crossed that they just pick somebody and they keep Justin Fields because as a Packer fan, that's just going to help us out greatly. As long as he's the quarterback, we'll just keep tacking up those W's. Well, next time that, uh, I'm in town, we'll get together at the press box. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, when you talk to your dad, you tell him that Parker said hello. He'll know who I, I am. I will. All right. Thanks, Bart. Have a good one. All right, Parker. Yep. There you go. Really, really uh, giving some love to my hometown population, 44,000 people of Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Look it up. It's a beautiful town. Mm, no sarcastic comment needed at this time. All right, Larry's in Cleveland. Larry, we were talking about LeBron. You're in Cleveland. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having your show, man. Uh, I was talking about LeBron. Um, I used to work for the Cavs and um, work security down there, man. I love how he brought that resilience and that uh, how the, their leadership. But he left. But you know what, man? This is the thing about LeBron. And I tell you, he up in L.A., I like his, you know, his willingness to, to, uh, to win. But Kobe, that's Kobe's legacy up there. 
He cannot. They don't put a trophy up there, and I think he won't get a Marlboro no matter what. He need to come back home, run with his team, get his title, get his crown here because he made enough money. Didn't he already do all. that? Don't you remember huh? when he did that? It don't make a difference, but he got some. He still got some unfinished business here. What well, I means that not for him himself, but for his kid. You see how much pressure on his kid too. And I wouldn't. I tell you, if I was him, I because he's getting older, and he's not going to win the finals. To go in the finals with that team, man, that squad is terrible. Even though they win it, but when playoff time comes, it's going to be a different story, man. They ain't got a bench. And most of all, too, like you said about the uh, NFL, they better keep Fields there. I went to the game when the Bears and Browns here. Fields got a – if they put Fields in the back of his trade, dude, the Bears going to be back five years because mm. get Marvin Harrison Jr. in the Ripple, man, they can make the playoffs. Simple. I'm telling you, they got a team. They're young, right. hungry, just like the Green Bay Packers. The Packers was unexpectedly they want they got hot. And the Bears can do the same. They just got to keep believing themselves, man. And, you know, and the Browns, Deshaun, just come hungry. Get hot, man. And we need – I wish we could get Marvin Harrison here. We need him because that's all we need. We need, some, we need points against uh, – and we I'm can still, win. I'm still hung up on how you think LeBron still has unfinished business in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, man. What I mean for – not what I mean is he's got – he's got he – won, we won a championship, which is true. But, man, he just – man. <laughs> As me as a man, I wouldn't feel right going to somebody else's house and thinking that I can get what he can because he got the he got the fame and he he got the finance. Yeah, and most, right. you won't get no you won't get no Miles Rushmore uh, title up there, man. Only thing you'll get legacy. You just be trying to get man. I I tell you, I hope the best one. But I think that man, you gotta look out for your kids now, dude. You know, man, that's one thing. I mean, eight years on, but I have I'll I'll come back home because he got a foundation here, and then he got a lot, and then and then everybody respecting. That's another thing. That's a, that's hard to get keep here. You know, you got a good team, and then the Cavs are hot, man. Stay hot, Cavs. Show what what without them, we could go a long way. Long we could you know keep that bench running, man. I tell you, thanks for your show. Thank you. Yeah, Cavs playing well, Larry. Uh, appreciate the call. Cavs playing well. LeBron, by the way, um, he was in the news. Him and his wife, sad day for them. His wife, Savannah, posting on Instagram that the spot of their first date has closed. It's an Outback Steakhouse in Akron. It closed after 30 years. She put on Instagram her story, OMFG. Six exclamation points, why, 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 four crying face emojis. Uh, for Parker, hey, Parker, my first date with my wife was at Sebastian's, of course. I mean, like, I mean, where else are you going to go? Um, and then we went to a bar afterwards, and we sat. It was like lower bar, upper bar. And we sat at the lower bar for like an hour and a half, and we were having a real good time getting to know each other. And I knew the bartender, and she came up to me and said, Man, what's going on with you and your dad? I said, what What are you talking about? My dad. I love my dad. And she's like, then why Why are you guys like not on good terms? I go, what are you saying? He was at the bar the whole time, like at the top. At the, and I, I never saw him. 
I don't know if he saw me. I actually never asked him about that. If he saw me and did the dad thing and ignore. Because you could be the dad thing and be like, Hey, son, who's this chick you're with, man? Dad, come on. I met my wife when I was eight. No, uh, not true. 855-212-4227. Let's get an update. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. I went 15 years in the NBA to uh, end up on that Cleveland Cavaliers team with a 19-year-old at the time, LeBron James. He hadn't even turned 20 yet. And you could see from the early moments of training camp that this kid had something special. The desire to compete uh, and practice, the thirst for knowledge. John is in Rochester. Hey, Bart. Great show, man. Uh, I've been listening to you for a month now, and uh, I like your show better every time I listen to it. You're rising, so that's good. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. One of those voices you heard had played with Michael Jordan and LeBron James. was one of only four guys to do it, Scott Williams commenting on LeBron. Scott Williams did an interview with uh, our good buddy, David Shepard, and that will run this weekend on all of these, I'll say, fine affiliates. Tell us about the interview, Shep. That's uh, a good gift for you, uh, for anybody. Scott Williams, a former Bucks legend, of course, did not get back to the NBA Finals because David Stern rigged the series for the Sixers. But other than that, uh, a, a, a good career for him. Well, thank thank you, um, Bart. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Um, he's got one of the more unique stories in the history of professional sports. Uh, do you know what happened to his parents? I don't. So his parent murdered the other one. Uh. Uh, like he experienced tragedy among all tragedies. I mean— like what he went when you through. asked me do you know what happened i thought oh boy it's not gonna be good and then right right that was not even right i didn't oh boy okay i mean and you talk about one of the more unique careers in the history of professional sports and so what does he do with that he doesn't play victim you know he doesn't let that harbor he understands tragedy struck but look what he was able to do with his life plays 15 years in the nba Three-time NBA champion with the Bulls in their first run. He was very close with Michael because he obviously played at Carolina. Um, just a really, really good guy. He's a broadcaster for the Grand Canyon Antelopes. Um, I know that's not exactly a powerhouse in college basketball, but you talk about a Yet. guy. Yet, exactly. You talk about a guy who pays his dues. This guy's a 15-year NBA veteran, and he is broadcasting for the Grand Canyon Antelope. Bart, I challenge Anybody listening right now, anyone in your audience, to point that out on a map? We, I think a lot of people know where the Grand Canyon is. <laughs> right. So he's just, I mean, Bart, he's well, you just. See, you know where the, the, we know what the Grand Canyon is. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's an institutional landmark for sure. They, so they play in the Grand Canyon? Oh, I have, I have no idea. I have, I have this isn't like one of those trick things where right. it's like, I play for Miami, but it's really Miami. Right. No, I mean, There's not like a Grand Canyon, Kentucky, is there? Bart, I, I, Bart, I don't even know where they play. I know the Grand Canyon's in Arizona, but I don't know I, I don't know where the Grand Canyon antelopes play. You would think it's Arizona. I have no idea. I mean, I didn't even ask him that. 
like I asked him one question. I'm glad you did, and he'd probably be like, "What?" Right? No, I mean, he's I didn't. He's in Phoenix. Yes. No, no, I mean, I didn't even ask him any questions about Grand Canyon because, if I'm mm-hmm. being honest, when I get Scott Williams on, I'm going to ask him about potentially what's going on with R.J. Davis and UNC being an alum there, and then obviously the friction between what Michael and Scotty. What if he thought you booked him to talk about the Grand Canyon antelopes? Well, he knows that I host for NBA Radio, so oh, okay. I reached out to him, and he's not going to. He knows I'm not. You know, bringing him on to talk about the antelopes, not not, uh, not a not a chance. Although I do think they're having a really yet. good season. Not yet, anyway. I think they were like twenty four and four at the time, and wow. I think their coach is Bryce Drew. So people know people know that name. This is very interesting. You didn't ask about any of this. No, oh. I mean I mentioned I mentioned that he's broadcasting. It, hey Bart, it'd be one thing if it's like Kenny Anderson who coaches at Fisk University, but if you bring Kenny Anderson on. You're bringing him on to talk about his time with the Nets and the Celtics. You're not bringing Kenny Anderson, even Georgia Tech. You're not bringing Kenny on to talk about Fisk University, but you're going to bring that. You're going to bring it up. You're going to reference him as that. You know, the head coach of Fisk University. But you're not, no, Bart, no one's paying attention because Kenny Anderson wants to talk about Fisk University. Uh, some notable alumni of Grand Canyon University include Bill Engvall, the comedian. Um, Tim Salmon, the professional baseball player. Salmon? <laughs> I say I say the L. I mean, we're really reaching here. Tim Salmon and Bill Engvall. How about this one? Yeah, this is fitting with what we've been talking about tonight. Kevin Warren, who CEO and president of the Bears. Come on, Bart. Kevin Warren. What are you going to bring up next? Mark Murphy. What does that mean? I mean, that's not. I mean, it's a, it's a, he's, he's established in NFL circles, but no one no one knows who they are. Mark Murphy's the de facto owner of the Packers outside of me. I thought Bart Winkler was the de facto owner of the Packers. Outside of me, he's kind of like our, he's kind of like our, I'm like, um, I'm like the, I'm like, who's Tony Blair now? Who's, who's in charge of Britain? Who's the, who's the, who's that guy? Who's the prime minister of Britain? Who is it? I, I should, Blair was a long time ago. I know. Who is it? Uh, I have no Rishi idea. Sunak? I think I think like Rishi Sunak, right? right? I think like I perfect. Google it quick, and then I think. Like, of course, I'm go- I don't know. Who, I don't know who's in charge of Britain. I think, I I, think you know, like- what my answer would be. You know, what my answer would be Parliament. That's who's in charge of Britain. Oh, who 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 is what? I mean, how are the Grand Canyon? I, you know. Type, 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 type. I think they're like twenty four and four. I th- I no, think, no, I think, no, I no, 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 no. That, no, that, no. Most of what I, th- I say. I think it's like no, Rishi Sunak. No, I most think. of most of what I say is Top I don't. No, most of, of what the I say. Conservative party. I no, think. most of what I say I actually do not Google. This I will. Did he for, hold two positions under Boris Johnson? I think. This I will freely admit. I I did not know who the prime minister of Britain was, and I should. It's it's Rishi Sunak, obviously, um, somebody who is like kind of close to our age, believe it or not. So the. <laughs> So then, why did you say I think it's like? Why did? Because you... I because I looked it up and that's what came up on Google first, and I don't yeah, I, but, I, but, I didn't yeah, want to be but... duped. So okay. I just said I think to save myself in case it's not because I've never heard of this guy, okay. and right. it's embarrassing because I should know this because he's been there for two years now. Shows you how much I pay attention to Britain. Mm-hmm. Well, they they left. They left the EU. It's their fault. And listen, I know more about the royal family than I do their prime minister, unfortunately. And isn't that the problem with society? It is, and he's not exactly a uh, compelling, charismatic figure i'd take william over charles any day all right uh there you go uh shep on by the way monarchy who thought on your bingo card tonight you'd have scott williams and the same segment we'd bring up the british royal monarchy okay okay i gotta stop you right there you i i you just hit the biggest you just hit yeah 
the biggest current running Bart Winkler pet peeve. What's that? You, you, you just you just hit it. What's that? The bingo card. You don't like you don't like that analogy, do you? I hate the bingo card. Okay. I, I I'm not I'm not upset at you in any way. Um, you're not the first one to say it on the show. Other people have brought it up, and I I let it slide. But like, when do we get these bingo cards? Did you get a bingo card in the mail? We that wasn't on my bingo card. Where's this bingo card? I take it literal. I don't like the bingo card. Okay. Plus, bingo cards, that's not how bingo cards work. You get numbers and G's and N's and O's. I mean, you're taking it very literal, where a bingo I card am. is just like on the, on the smorgasbord. What did you think would come up tonight and unfold? But you got to admit, in, in no way, shape, or form did anyone have the combination, not bingo card, <laughs> that or the formula, that on Bart Winkler's show on CBS Sports Radio, in the same segment, Scott Williams and Grand Canyon would some would come up in the same breath as the Royal British Monarchy and Rishi Sunak, and I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, I actually had someone text me last segment, a buddy that goes, uh, "Hey, if you could, uh, we'll give you ten bucks if you could uh, work in Rishi Sunak in this next segment." Well, we've won like sixty at this point. Then, <laughs> have you ever done that, or are you too professional? Oh, I do that all the time. You kidding me? No, I've never, I've never done that before because it, it, it cheats, it cheats the audience. And I, I, oh, no, I would I, never do that. Because when I do play by play, a guy would always text me a word to say, and I'd always work the word. And eh, this is a, this is a classic, this is a classic broadcast thing. Right, right. I think they even do it at the highest levels of the sports. Well, I know Bob Euchre, What he'll do is he'll have guests, and it's kind of different what you're saying, but he'll have guests all the time in studio. And he'll turn and he'll pretend like he's talking about the game, and you don't realize that he's turning off the mic, and you hear like a complete different version of how he sounds, ah, and he's yes. very vulgar. The old classic, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the old classic. I'm gonna do that right now. Here, I love killing squirrels in my free time. Nobody heard that, right? No one heard it. <laughs> I was trying to. I, I mean, I didn't want to say something too too obscene. I, I love squirrels. I love squirrels. We saw my son saw a squirrel eating a pizza once on a city street. We haven't stopped talking about it for two years. Every time we see a squirrel, he says, "Is that the one that liked pizza?" I go, "Nah, that squirrel's probably long dead." How about that? Squirrel eating pizza. Bingo card. Bingo. I got it. Bingo. I had Rishi snack. I had squirrel eating pizza. I had Scott Williams. I had Grand Canyon U, and I had. Bart scolding Shep for an innocuous phrase that everyone says and only Bart has a problem with. Bingo! All right, enjoy the weekend. I got another hour left? Ooh, okay. Uh, another <laughs> hour with you. <laughs> CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 